0: All right, you're back with your favorite podcasters, black Ohioans, and I'm your host, Mr. Cashman himself, Mr. Drop-A-Quarter-In-Your-Sippy-Cup, Boot coop, cash and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Bird's World. Hey, y'all, still here.
1: Jr., just a monster on the edge there to protect one Baker Mayfield. And then Grant Delpit, uh, the safety out of LSU. It was a matter of time when he would go. One of those big names heading into day two, he went at pick number 44, the way of the Browns. Quinn was once handed a Browns hat as he walked across the stage, a moment I know he'll never forget. But as we look towards this 2020 class, Brady, what do you make of the Browns and the moves they've put forward to try and insulate their quarterback and reach the expectation that they couldn't a year ago? Yeah, I thought they found value in every single pick for the most part. When you look at getting a guy like Jedrick Wills, who, in my opinion, had the second-best tape of all the tackles that were taken, Grant Delpit arguably... Uh, the best safety, depending on looking at 2018 and 2019 film. is a little bit banged up this past year, but even guys that got late in the draft, the center out of Washington, Nick Harris, he's undersized, but he really does fit Kevin Stefanski's scheme with a lot of the outside zone running that they're going to implement. I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't potentially start, uh, maybe even replace some J.C. Treder if they moved him to guard. Uh, or potentially Agard, Maybe he would he end up playing over a guy like Wyatt Teller. But either way, to me, there's some value there. Harrison Bryant is one of their move tight ends. When you look at they got Austin Hooper, he's more of a traditional Y. Bryant can split out. He can play off the ball. He does a good job in the run by him climbing up to the second level. Uh, and then the interesting one is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Mm. This guy's got a lot, of, a lot of natural talent and ability. We never really saw that during his time at Michigan. Maybe Stefanski and and Baker Mayfield and everyone there in Cleveland can bring it out of him, but if if they can maximize his potential as far as his speed, um, the the good hands, the catch radius, uh, he could be something special to add along with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. So a great draft for the Browns. We'll see what they can mold it into.
0: It's your boy. We're back here with another Victory Monday. You already know how I thought I was going to be feeling. I was about to cry. I mean, I just knew the Browns wasn't going to come through with that smoke. But, of course, Andrew Berry kept us all in waiting. But he had that fire. He had that fire in the draft, man. Like I said, the youngest GM in the league, one of the very few minority GMs in the league. And he had everything working for him. He started off the draft with the number 10 pick. And he stuck right there. Of course, everybody know I had him uh, going with uh, Andrew Thomas. Now, of course, I think if Andrew Thomas was still there, I think they would have picked him up. And don't get mad at me, but look. Even though we got this kid, Jedrick Wills Jr., I still think Andrew Thomas might just be a little bit better. Headshot. But the fact that we got the number one rated tackle on a lot of people's boards... I'm ecstatic about that. I'm glad about that. I'm glad that they didn't do nothing stupid. Trade down. Try to accumulate more picks, like everybody was saying, going into the draft. They really did their thing. I'm actually really, really proud of the Browns. And not just the Browns, like he mentioned in his clip, the whole coaching staff, the whole scouting staff, shit, even Jimmy Haslin. Nah, not Jimmy Haslin. But then they came around in the second round, and you guys know, I said Grant Danforth wasn't going to be there. I said if he is there, the Browns going to run up there and get him. But I said he wasn't going to be there. To my surprise, he was. Who would have thought the Jim Thorpe Award winner, let me make sure I said that right, The Jim Thorpe award winner, that means the best safety, the best corner, the best cover person in the draft, came to the Cleveland Browns in the second round. Who would have believed it? I didn't think this kid was going to last that long. He had a lot of negativity coming to the draft, talking about he can't tackle, but nobody said he couldn't cover. And last time I checked, we need people to cover them tight ends. So for us to go ahead and pick him up, a national champ coming straight out of LSU, to pair with his old homie, Greedy Williams, from LSU. Headshot. I thought it was amazing. I mean, they did everything that I wanted them to do. Damn. Now, now of course, like I said, the third round pick, Jordan Elliott, it was a little bit of a head scratcher. I don't know about this kid, but they did say he was a 23-rated player on Pro Football Focus. So, I mean... At least he got a little bit of upside. He was a five-star recruit coming to college. He didn't really pan out in college. He didn't have a production that they thought he was going to have. But look, for the volume in the third round, all praises to you. All praises to you, Andrew Berry. I mean, like I said, it was a lot of mystery with this pick. And me personally... Like I said in my pre-draft productions, I would have I went with Malik Harrison. You can call me a homer, you can call me an Ohio State guy, but I would have went with Malik Harrison. But they end up picking Jacob Phillips, the middle linebacker out of LSU. I mean, he's a champion. They just won the champion, so I can't really say too much about the pick. Besides me being a homer, one, all Ohio State players, and plus, the kid is a beast. And then he ended up getting picked, the very next pick, by Baltimore Ravens? I couldn't stump stomach that, but look, Jacob Phillips, he's supposed to be a great inside linebacker. Sideline to sideline speed, and what I didn't know is, he led LSU in tackles for the last three years. They had a guy going the first round. You know, Patrick Queen, I think he ended up going to the Ravens too. And we ended up getting his sidekick, Jacob Phillips. They say he wasn't as touted as the other guy. But look, he put up production. And if you can lead the team in a SEC, then look, I got to give you credit. The fourth round pick came around. And this is where I was a little bit upset. They ended up getting another tight end. Harrison Bryant, tight end out of FIA, a small college in Florida. You know what? I hit the wrong sound. Let me go ahead and do this for the kid. He was a Mackey award winner. That's given to the best tight end in college sports. If you're the best tight end in college sports and they're giving you an award for that and we end up picking you in the fourth round, I mean, I think that's a steal. And I don't really want to be that upset about the kid. I mean, I don't think he's going to take Njoku's place. I think we're going to run a lot of three tight end sets. And if you can have a pass catcher as your third tight end and an inline blocker as your third tight end, all in the same person, then you're doing something. Shot. Now, for what I hear, this guy's not a good blocker, but he's not a bad blocker. So, I mean, look, it's something to work with. Of course, in the fifth round, you know, we didn't have a pick. But when we made that trade, traded down a couple slots, and still picked up Delpit, we was able to use that fifth round pick for a backup center, Nick Harris. Now, we all know I'm a Jake Treader fan. And with this pick by Nick Harris, man, it started making you think, um, are they gonna go in a different direction? We do know my guy's been hurt for the last two years, but he's played through those injuries. A lot of people would have quit with them high ankle sprains, but he taped them up and he went out there and put in work. The last pick, and you know what? I thought they was going to trade back in, but they end up not. But look, I'm happy with his last pick, even though he's a Michigan guy. The wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Now, just like the kid Jordan Elliott. Donovan Peoples-Jones was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, the number one rated wide receiver coming out of high school. His production didn't match his potential, but look, if you're getting a guy in the sixth round, you're basically taking a crapshoot anyway. You know, you're basically going for anybody with upside that you can mold into one of your best. And if they come out to be good... Uh, we don't want to hear nothing. So, like I said, overall the draft picks that you got, the draft picks that you're bringing in, and I'm not gonna talk about you know the free agents after the draft that I seen on the online blogs. I'm just gonna talk about the guys that you picked up in the draft. I give this draft a absolute A.
2: Last three days have gone, you know, this is a, the culmination of a lot of hard work. So I first point out that the work of our scouts, those road scouts. Uh, wish I could have been with them this weekend, but this is definitely the fruits of their labor. So we went armed with a ton of information, and that's to their credit. And then I just, the, the whole personnel group, uh, the coaching staff, you know, it, it takes a lot of people to, to put this thing together. So I think armed with all that information, I think we, we've had some guys that, that we're excited to bring into our building. Uh, I think we got better on both sides of the ball, uh, and I think we added some guys that we're looking forward to developing. Uh, I don't think any of us think any of the guys we've added are, are finished products. So that's the fun part in, in getting to work with them, and uh, you know, obviously that'll start virtually and remotely, and then eventually that will turn into uh, you know being you know hands on with them, God willing, uh, soon sooner than later. So uh, pleased with how it went. You can never predict it, but I thought uh, the, the plan was sound. And, uh, you know, kudos to Andrew Barry and his crew.
0: All right, we're back with the second part of this episode. And definitely I want to talk about the Browns picks. But I do want to talk about some picks that was ahead of theirs, uh, a little bit behind them. Uh, I want to start with the first round pick. Uh, the number 10 pick, Jedrick Willis. Now, he was the best tackle on the board, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought he was better, better, better than my kid out of Georgia. But, like I said, um, if the Giants didn't want to take him, and they want to take Andrew Thomas, then go ahead and leave Jedrick Wills to us. We definitely needed somebody on that left side that can block for Baker Mayfield. We all know that he couldn't get out the pocket, man. He already a small quarterback. And if you can't get no protection, then you do them from the start. And like we all know, this is a make it, break it year for him. Y'all can say whatever y'all want, but this is a make it, break it year for Baker Mayfield. So if he don't come out with some fire and if he don't come out doing what we know he can do, then he got to go.
2: Headshot.
0: Now, of course, you know, I was hoping for Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons is a versatile, versatile defender. I almost couldn't even say it. He a versatile defender, man. We could have used him at linebacker because, of course, you know Joe Schober gone. Or we could have played him at that free safety spot. You know, we don't have Demares Randall anymore. But You know, Arizona swooped him up at the number eight pick, and that was a smart pick. The pick that surprised me and I was worried about was Jacksonville, and they ended up picking C.J. Henderson, the cornerback out of Florida. I like this kid, but we all know besides Joe Hayden, ain't nobody ever came out of Florida at cornerback that was good. Right after us, though, I knew it was going to be a run on tackles, and Malachi Beckett. is that how you say his name? And Tristan Worf. Both of those tackles, respectively, one from Louisville and one from Iowa, both went off the board at number 11 and number 13. Now, me, of course, I like the Tristan Worth pick. Beckton is more of a project type of player, and he went to the project type of development organization. Jets organization can't do shit right. We already know that. Uh, And they already got Jamal Adams that want to leave them. Now, he can definitely come to Cleveland if he do want to come to Cleveland. But that Tristan Worth pick, I think that's going to be a real nice pick for Brady. Told you, they loading up down there, man. And they doing something good with their team. So, I definitely want to see how those two pan out. Of course, you know, we had an opportunity to get any one of the wide right receivers. But, look, for what they did right here, I'm proud of them. Now, moving to the second round, Grant Delpit. I swear, the steal of the draft. Headshot. Damn. I couldn't believe that he was still sitting there At the number 44 pick Because we all know The Browns had to trade down They always doing some stupid ass trade down things But this time it actually worked out I couldn't believe this kid was still sitting there And it was a couple guys that was on the board You know that Jonathan Taylor The kid out of Wisconsin He killed my Ohio State Buckeyes uh, The cat Cole Komet tied in from Notre Dame. I thought they was going to go with him. And then the guy that went directly behind us, Anton Winfield Jr., the safety out of Minnesota. So, it was a couple guys that I thought they were going to take. Even the guy, Marlon Davidson. He's one of those edge rushers out of Auburn. So, I mean, we had some guys that we could have took, but it wasn't no guy on the board better than Grant Delpit. Normally, they try to give us a little bit of little mystery to their picks. And then when they start doing their trade down it make you start really thinking what they're going to do. But when he was still on the board and they said his name, Safety out of LSU, I was too excited, man. I couldn't believe that they had did something like this. And I'm proud for them sticking to their board, getting the best players available and players of need, players that we need on our team. I couldn't believe that they did this pick. I mean, honestly, Andrew Barry, you did your thing. Now, in the third round, we all know they took Jordan Elliott. Just like a couple of these picks, man, he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. Now, I know a lot of the high school rankings don't matter for a lot of people, but to me, they actually do. That means you have potential, and in the third round, if you're looking for potential and you're looking for a backup defensive tackle, this kid had the most upside. I hate to mention, though, no Pro Football Focus, Um, he was rated the number 23 prospect coming out of the draft. So, for a third round pick, I think that's great value. And like I said, I'm looking at some of the players that was uh marked to go ahead of him. I mean, well, not mock to go ahead of him. The actual players that actually went ahead of him. It's only one guy I seen that I would have actually took ahead of him. He ended up going number 84 to uh Los Angeles Rams. His name is Terrell Lewis. He the edge rusher out of Alabama. He had a really, really, really solid season. He did have a pretty good career because we all know Alabama, they rotate defenders like they rotate everything else. Then they had the running back coming out of Utah. I liked this kid, Zach Moss. He a power runner. Definitely can get in between tackles and make sure things can happen. And like I said, besides him, I really didn't see anybody else. I mean, the edge rusher out of Florida that was still there. His name is Jonathan Greenert. And like I said, he's going to the Texas. Look for this kid. This kid's going to be pretty good. No, I definitely think this kid is going to be pretty good. Uh, Like I said, he's one of those pass rushers with a motor. We need people with a motor that can come in the game. And even if you don't start, even if you're a spot starter, you know, if you come in just on pass downs, you got to be able to get to the quarterback. And this kid could get to the quarterback. But, like I said, if we want to go get a project player in the third round, and he's a five-star, I mean, former five-star recruit, I definitely don't have a problem with this pick. Now, we all know they had two picks in the third round. And um, this is the pick that I'm really not too happy about. This Jacob Phillips kid, I'm really not too happy about this guy. This kid really didn't show me nothing. To me, he was like the, the little baby of the group. He was that guy that played in the team, but you really didn't notice him. Awkward. I mean, like, when you talking about Patrick Queen... He's a five-star type of linebacker. When you talk about the safety team, even when you talk about the corners, a lot of their defensive players, they were big-time players. Dude, And everybody that they talked to that had an interview with the kid, Jordan Phillips, they really didn't say that he just stuck out of the crowd like that. I mean, they said he led the team in tackles and... and Look, don't get me wrong. If you lead the team in tackles, especially in the SEC, then you're doing something right. But if you're not one of those impact players, you definitely shouldn't be getting drafted. Hey, look, I don't care what they say. I think this kid shouldn't have went where he went. You know, he's a project player. And if we're going to do projects, let's get a project in the fourth and fifth round. Let's get a project in the sixth and seventh round. But we definitely shouldn't be taking project players early in the third round. Now, it's a couple guys that went ahead of him. And like I said, I mean, look, I don't want to nitpick. We all know I'm a homer, but I do got to talk about Malik Harrison. I know I should just go ahead and flush that dream down the toilet because he went to our arch rivals, Baltimore Ravens, and they got to steal with him. They also got J.K. Dobbins. Picked up two of our Ohio own, and they're going to do good for them. I really like them, too. With the Baltimore Ravens. But let's get back to this Jacob Phillips. You know, I got—I I, I want to say Jordan Phillips. But I'm going to say Jacob Phillips again. Great speed. Great speed. And he's a taller linebacker. And I'm wondering if that's the reason that they went with him. Because he's a taller linebacker. We all know Malik Harrison. He wasn't the biggest linebacker. But you know he was a more established player especially in the conference i think he made all big 10 this year so i would have liked to see him suit up in that brown and orange but look and look you guys are smarter than me and besides this pick i was absolutely with everybody else that you got
3: in the books, uh, we are pleased that we feel like we're able to add a number of young, talented players to the roster this weekend uh, who fit our offense and defensive schemes. Uh, We feel like we're able to address a number of needs across the roster on both sides of the ball. Uh, And then perhaps most importantly, we feel good about adding a number of individuals that embody the tough, smart, accountable um, culture that we're trying to build upon here in Cleveland. Um, Wanted to say, uh, uh, point out a couple groups uh, that have gotten us to this point in the weekend. Um, certainly our, our, our pro and college scouting staffs, our research and strategy group, um, our coaches who have put in a ton of hours, uh, IT and video in terms of handling uh, really unprecedented circumstances with, with this draft, and then our contract management team as well. It really has been a collaborative effort um, you know, to, to, to um, you know, execute on our plan and vision for this draft. And a lot of people have put in um, a lot of time to, to get us to this point. And lastly, before opening up to a question, I want to actually thank you guys all for your patience. I know it's a, a very long weekend for everybody who's involved in the draft, process, whether it's the club side or in the media. Uh, and certainly appreciate your guys' patience, particularly tonight um, as we try and uh, wrap up the undrafted free agent process. So with that, I'll open it up for any questions that you guys may have.
0: Now in the fourth round, I like this pick. We picked up the tight end, Harrison Bryant. Tight end out of Florida International. This kid was the Mackey Award winner. Headshot. Voted the nation's best tight end in the game. Now, we all thinking, what's going to happen with David Njoku? As you know, I'm a big David Njoku fan, man. I think this kid can come in and help push Njoku a little bit farther. They're going to make each other better, man. They're going to make each other better. Of course, we all know Njoku came out when he was 20 years old, so they still are the same age. You know, that's something that people don't know. They think this kid is washed up. He only been in the league four years, so they think thinking it's time to get rid of him, but no. And this kid, Harrison Bryant, you know, he's a pass-catching tight end, just like Nujukul. They need to both work on a blocking, but inline blocking is something they can both work on. No. Man, it's something they can both work on. No. Damn. And if this kid come in the league and do what he was doing in the college ranks, oh, we're going to have a three-headed monster. <laughs> Him lining up against Hooper and then having Odell and Jarvis on the outside. Woo, it's going to be hard for them to stop us. I like this pick in the fourth round. Now in the fifth round, we end up picking the center, Nick Harris, out of Washington. Great interior lineman. I don't know a lot about him. You know, of course, he played in the Pac-12. Washington, they don't get a lot of pub in Ohio. Every year, it seemed like we're getting somebody from the West Coast. Especially that region. I don't know who the scout is in that region, but they're giving him a lot of pool. He's the same guy that picked Danny Shelton. He's the same guy that picked a couple guys from Boise State. Headshot. So, I mean, I'm hoping this guy, Nick Harris, he pans out a lot better. But as we know, I'm a Jake Trotter fan. Like I said, he played with high ankle sprains last year, but he's still able to do the job. Headshot. And he definitely, definitely earned his credit when he got that four-year extension. But who knows? Look, Nick Harrison, he can be one of those developmental linemen, interior linemen. No. I think he can back up at center. No. Or even play that right guard spot. No. I don't know what they're going to do with this kid, but they got to stick him on the field somewhere. And I do think he can do something. Like I said, he did earn All-American status, so... Hey look, if we can get some more interior linemen that can go in there and compete, I'm definitely down with that. So look, this fifth round pick, I'm gonna go ahead and just put a question mark by it. Now if you heard me talking about our fifth round pick, you're definitely gonna love this sixth round pick. Donovan Peoples Jones, ride receiver out of Michigan. Now I know a lot of people want to give him the boo sound. I know a lot of people don't like him. Because he's coming from that big blue. But listen, this kid is a baller. I love the tape of this kid, but I didn't need to look at the tape. Why, you might ask? Because I'm an Ohio State fan. And this kid has put up numbers every single time we played him. And we all know we are cornerback you. And if you can play against our bump and run coverage and you can do what you was doing against the Ohio State Buckeyes I definitely welcome you in to the Cleveland Browns Network. Listen I'm a lifelong fan season ticket holder and I know that this kid is going to be one of those people that go out there and perform every week. A lot of people say that he can start off on special teams but look we need a third receiver. We got Taiwan Taylor you know the kid that we got from tennessee last year and he was originally a third-round pick but this kid is 6 long strider but he's smooth out of his brakes i think this kid can come in and be that extra deep threat on the outside because we're lacking that and you know we got the kid that we got a couple years back out of texas a&m and he's pretty good he's pretty good but like i said in the sixth round you really can't go wrong with this pick i did see a couple people that was around him uh, was nobody that I would have picked. It was a kicker that went, and we all know Zane Gonzalez was one of our picks. <laughs> so I'm glad that they didn't go ahead and bring in another kicker for some competition because, look, we can get some competition from a drafted free agent. And then they had that safety that went out of Notre Dame. I liked it him, but we had already picked up a safety in the second round. So, like I said, this receiver pick, it was something that we needed. It was a position of need, and I'm definitely glad that they did it. You know, overall, the draft, if I had to give them a grade, I would give them an A+. Every position group that we needed, it was addressed. All the players that we were hoping for, and a lot of them that we didn't think that was going to be there, they actually got picked. And not just picked by other AFC North teams, they got picked by the Browns. So, like I said, for this draft, I definitely have to give my Cleveland Browns an A+. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know about your analytics and how you analyze the draft. Because I personally i am so proud of Andrew Berry and his staff, man. I'm really grateful for the team. I'm grateful for what they did. And I think this team is one of those teams that can actually get us to the playoffs this year. Close. Your feet stain, you don't know, take a shower, your breath stain, get some toothpaste and a toothbrush. Oh. 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 Give her that beat. <laughs> right. Your hair look crazy, you have dreadlocks in your hair for too long, you need child those down. <laughs> You grab stink. Every time I go around you, my mouth melts. You you, you need to dress better. You need to wash yourself better. I smell you. You need to clean up your room better. You suck. You suck at sports. You're not faster than me, and you're slow. And,
3: two, you got no trophies.
0: I' Oh, guilty. oh guilty. <laughs>